What's going on, America? It's your boy Sherm back here once again on here on What's the Word Entertainment. Um, Obed is out for this week, so got a fill-in guest co-host this week. Shout out to my boy Anu coming at you live from New York. Anu, what's going on with you, homie? Good to see you, my friend. I'm doing good, man. Loving it right now. I'm, I know most people are hating the cold. I, per, I, per, I personally prefer the cold, man. I'm loving it. The extra cold water <laughs> in the shower time. How about you, man? Yo, Florida. So you must be one of them dudes who's crazy because I don't want no parts of that cold. I'm out here in Florida chilling in the sunny, sun, sunny, in the sunny weather out here, dude, in that sunshine. I'm enjoying it, living life, you know, out here, man. But good to see you. Good to have you on. I appreciate you doing this and filling in as my uh, guest co-host this week while Obet Absolutely. is out. Um, dude, I'm glad to glad you have you. It's been a while since you've been on here. It's been a while. I know you've been busy yeah. out there in New York, running running the streets. <laughs> you know, um, but you yeah, say no. that. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, we know we, we all know what that means, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, man, yo, let's just let's just get right into it. I know let's not keep the people waiting. Um, let's first, do it. first up on this week. Um, wanted to talk about quickly about the altercation between Michigan and Wisconsin basketball the other day. Uh, Michigan head coach Jawan Howard got into an altercation with Wisconsin uh, coach Greg Gard, uh, which ended up in Jawan Howard actually hitting the Wisconsin assistant coach, oh, uh, Joe Krabenhoff, in the face after Sunday's game. Um, there was a bit of an altercation. Oh, Jawan Howard apparently was upset that Wisconsin called a late timeout and they were winning the game. Um, Greg Gard tried to basically confront him after going into the handshake line. Tried to explain his reasoning for Juwan Howard wasn't trying to have it. He was tight. You know what I mean? It was about the whole situation. It escalated and up basically being an all that altercation between the two teams. Um, Juwan Howard now has been suspended for five games, which is the remainder of the regular season. Um, and I think and fine forty thousand dollars for for the hit. You know, which to I mean, I, I don't, I don't think it, it wasn't a punch. He did not throw a punch at the dude. It was more he slapped like, him. Slapped him. Yeah, he slapped him. Semi slapped him. Semi slapped. Right. He kind of yeah. tried to mush him, and then it kind of went to you know whatever. Because yeah, he had know. to reach over. Right. Exactly. I mean, People. I mean, who do you think was more wrong in this scenario? Was it Michigan coach Jawan Howard? Was it with the Wisconsin coach Greg Gard? Because Gard was basically he pretty much grabbed him as they were walking. You know, to you know, you know what I mean. So that. It kind of started, but in Juwan Howard, I feel like if you see some dude is high, he's like, yo, back up off me. I'm not trying to deal with it. Why would you keep doing escalating that situation, you know, to have that situation escalate like that? So I don't know what your take is anew on the whole kind of situation. Who do you think was more wrong? And do you think a lot of people are saying they should kind of get away from the whole handshake line thing? Do you think that's necessary? No, not at all. I mean, honestly, I think both people are wrong. The, the whole more, more who was wrong is about who wants to take the higher road. Sure. Um, Juwan Howard had the opportunity to take the higher road because mm. once again, he, he came second, right? He wasn't the first one to instigate it. Right. right. So te- if you're instigated, I, I get it. If you're a person like, you know, don't, don't touch me, you know what I mean? And that, that you know, that's what happens. You, you lose all, all that mind control. You know what I mean? So it's like, right. you got, you got to cut the person slack sort of, I, if, if you really think about it, you got to go about how it all started, which is being overlooked. Right. right and so right. that's, you know, I think that's, that's a, you know, big issue. Um, the fact that John Howard got, I think, fine more. Am I correct? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, I think, yeah. It was only 10 grand, 40K versus 10K. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. Right. 10. Yep. I think if Cause it's because of the hit, dude, because he swung. It's, I mean, he, he, he hit it to do that. That's what it is. Guard didn't 
take a swing or punt anything like that as Juwan Howard exacerbated the situation. And because of that, when he did on the, even it was the assistant coach, it wasn't even the head coach guard. <laughs> that's the, that's the funny thing about it. That led to the whole thing between the teams pushing and shoving and things like that. That's, that's what, that's why you see um, a couple of players got, got suspended as well too. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause all they could, there were peers that throw punches. That's why. So it kind of, because of Jawan Howard's um, actions, that's what escalated the situation to where to what it became. If he doesn't do that, you mean now? Granted, I see your point is where guard actually kind of quote started it all. It all, but yeah. I mean, I don't know the whole thing about you know getting rid of the handshake line. The fact that it's an actual thing in college basketball, I think it's kind of almost childish, if you will, and immature. It's like, oh, congratulations, shake. I get it. It's, all, it's sportsmanship. I understand that. I don't have a problem with sportsmanship. But, dude, in the NBA or the NFL, you just walk You walk on the field, you walk on the court or the field, whatever, and you just dap up some people. You know you know another quarterback. You know a quarterback on the other sideline. You know a linebacker on the sideline. Or you know another point guard on, on the other side of the NBA, whatever. You go dap, yo, what's good, man? It's good to see you. All right, cool. You, and you out. You don't got to sit there in a formal line like – they treat it you know everybody doesn't gotta you know um uh, line up have contact and, with everybody right it's like you know what i mean I get it they're college athletes they're, they're students but you're treating them like like kids like they're like kids, in, like, right. they're like like in they're like in they're in peewee it's like oh shake hands kids and be friends and go exactly. go go after the after the after the game we're gonna eat apple slices together you know what i mean and it's like dude it's like come on relax it's not that serious they're about I mean? to go from college to nba like bro, you know they they technically you know man why, why are they not teaching for that Exactly. You know, the, the NBA is the real world. They're still teaching. That's the same. They're still teaching for the non-real world. You know, you know what I mean? Like so it's like, order. I don't think it's necessary. It's like a thing, but I don't think you have to say it where you need to get rid of it. Yo, if you want to dap them up after the game, dap it them up. It should be mandatory. It should, it should take be away a, the mandatory process. You know what I mean? So like I said, you met in baseball, they don't dap up nobody. They dap up their own teammates. They, they in, in Major League Baseball, the, the team that wins, whether you're at home or not, the team that wins go is on the field, dapping up their other teammates. The other team, boop, right back to right back to the uh, the locker room. So That's let me it. ask you. I know I know in the NBA the reason why they dap each other is because they have a strong brotherhood. I I know NBA more than college. So let me ask you. In college, is it do they have a brotherhood where they would be doing that dapping like the, like the NBA? Or, or that's not the case. It's not, it's, it's not even really a. I mean, I, I guess it is a little bit because it's like you play a school. Like I said, you're in Michigan. You're playing a school from Texas or from California. You're probably not going to know them as much. The NBA is a is a league where you know pretty much know everybody. So it is a little gotcha. bit different. But uh, but like I said, it, it's a thing because like I said, it's they're Korean like because they're students, they're younger, you know, whatever it is. Like I said, I just think it's it was, it's unnecessary. Um, but I don't think it's necessary to announce, you know, no more, you don't need no more doing this. Like just do just let people be grown and make the decision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you want to say, gotta be part of the unwritten rules, <laughs> right? Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? You want to go with, yo, good game, dude. Good game. Yo, that shot you made was crazy. Yo, you got to teach me that, that fadeaway, whatever it is like, no. And that's it. Keep it moving. So now, but last note on, on this really yeah. with the, with guard. You, there, there is such things as unwritten rules in, in, in everything. It doesn't matter what, what, what you're doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you got to know about that. You got to be aware. Right. And so right. he came up to him all upset and aggressive, grabbing mm-hmm. his arm. So right. he, already, he already was in a, out of the correct logic state of mind right. to even c- comprehend that. And I mean, if you think about it, you got to go back to the original source, which is guard. 
Yeah, I feel you. All right, makes sense. All right, let's keep it moving to new. Um, next up, wanted to quickly talk about the latest from Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers posting this cryptic message kind of thing on his Instagram the other day. Um, it seems like you know he felt he, he felt you know sent like kind of a I guess farewell almost to his Packers teammates, even to his former fiance, thanking her for everything and all this kind of nonsense. But it's like. I don't know. It seems a little weird because he says he's just trying to express gratitude, which is fine. You can thank whoever you want. But the fact that it's coming now after the, there's been somewhat, there's all this speculation that is he going to stay in Green Bay or not? Is he going to ask for that trade? Because, you know, he's still under contract. Um, it's just what I don't know what to really make of it. I mean, to me, I think he's got one foot out the door, bro. I don't think he stays. He's been unhappy with that organization for the past couple of years, even though he's coming off back-to-back MVP winning seasons. Um, I'm not sure. I, I personally, I think he's gone. I think this is the start of in the end, you know, basically an end of an era in Green Bay. Quickly, your thoughts before we move on. So let me ask you, have you did you hear why he, you know, did he, could, he had said why he did that. Did you, did you Enlighten us, enlighten us, please. Okay, so he said he got into the whole gratitude, you know, phase and, and, and these messages is because he just did a 12-day fast. He was isolated and due, due to that experience. So let's just say he went to like a retreat. Consider it that. Like he went to, okay. he went to like a meditation yoga type of retreat. Okay. And so, you know, you, you, you're filled up with so much positivity. And so now you're letting it out. You know, you're a person, mm-hmm. a public sp- person. So now if your voice carries and you, you, you're not going to say random things, you're going to say things in your own life. Right. So you, you got then if, you, if you're set if you're an example, that's mm. going to spread. And mm. I just think mm. I think everybody took it out, out, out of hand. And, and that's one because most people don't know what yoga retreats and these positive, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. what, the kind of experience he went through. People that pe- most people, about 90 percent of people probably don't understand that. So the the they went they went to it negative. They just said, let's uh, decipher this. Like they, you know, they, auto- they, they automatically assume that he was like, yo, deuces, I'm out. This is whatever's exactly. my about whatever. But meanwhile, he was just being thankful for what the, what his experiences were. Okay, and also and, and and look, look, humans, we're not great at like you know taking in or uh, seeing or accepting positive stuff. So the first thing we want to do is negative. So, all right, how can we see this in a negative light compared to the most <laughs> recent thing? But attack and that sells more. More, more headlines, you know, more views, more profit, you know? So right, right. That's how it I, works. Feel, I feel you. I feel you. But yeah, like I said, Aaron Rodgers, I think we've talked about him enough on this show for quite some time. So like I said, we'll leave it at that. But uh, it is interesting, though, that it did come about at this particular time. Let's keep it. Let's move Agreed. along. Let's move it along anew. We're going to dive deep, do a deep dive into some NBA. I know, which is your favorite here. Um, so let's get, let's get it going. First off, let's do a quick recap of all-star weekend. Um, it feels like it ended on a good note, but it had a couple bumps in the road along the way. More, more specifically the last event Saturday night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. More specifically the slam dunk contest. Um, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't have too many words for this, but I think the only thing I'm going to say is just, damn, like, it's just, I I don't even really know. Um, Slam dunk contest where Knicks, uh, the Knicks, uh, OB Toppin won the one, coming away with that title. But did he really, like, it was just a poor display 
Let's just say nobody won. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, that's even better. Nobody won that dunk contest. Because they just gave you have to because, give it somebody. Because the, give fan, it somebody. The, the fans sure didn't win that win on that night. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know, man. Do you think the dunk contest is just kind of overrated at this point? Like, because I mean, I, I to me it's like, what else can be done, bro? I feel like every type of style and dunk has been done. There's been so many years, so many great moments and things like that what else can you know is it overrated you know do you think I, I, i'll add to my take after you answer this question have you seen like uh pro dunkers or just like obviously outside the nba people dunking oh or, yeah or like oh yeah on, on sure. youtube and the mm-hmm. internet and all? oh yeah 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 so yeah. so i think you take out you take out um nba players from the dunk contest yeah right or if you want to include them but the things that you don't want to embarrass your league so you take them out right even if it's right and you just get you know once again you do some type of audition you know, mm-hmm. you know, on the side, don't let people know. And then you get the t- like, whatever, top five, top 10, right. Throw, mm-hmm. Throughout the whole, throughout the whole U S right, however right. you, uh, you know, and, yeah. and you go from there and the let first, them put on the show. Right. They get so, to make money. You get to help them out, you know, increase mm-hmm, their credibility, mm-hmm, their name. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they work their, make so, their way to the league. So Stephen A. Smith actually, actually made that suggestion the other day on a first take on MCN. I did see that, like, you know, do like a nationwide tournament and then, you know, every from every state, whatever. And then you kind of boil it down to like the top 20, then the top 10 and like maybe like four or five or six or seven or whatever guys go to the dunk contest. So actually a couple of years back um, on TV, they had a thing called the Dunk King. I don't know if you're familiar yeah. with that. I think, I think yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember. There you go. It was right and, after. Right. So they and they had it where dunkers from around the country came in and participated and they were from money. It was like it's like a hundred thousand or hundred fifty thousand, whatever it whatever it was. And you know, they declared a champion, the the dunk king and things like that, where you had these professional dunkers. This is what they do, exactly. and they put on a show. That that junk was dope. You know what I mean? These guys on dunk contests year round, year round, the whole year. Right. They're, this is what they do for a living. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm, I'm about, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, like I said, we've kind of already seen it, but like maybe not, it's not as known, not, maybe not, they wouldn't get the recognition that it should have, but yo, bring some, bring these dudes in, dude. I'm about, I'll, I like to see these guys out here, you know, because some of them, dude, they do some crazy stuff, you know, because like I said, this is what they do. They're professional junkers. Exactly. You know what I mean? But you know, I feel almost like it's been not ruined, but it's like we've had so many great instances in the instances in the past. We like we just want to you know have that replicated year after year, and it can't be. I mean, going back to you know a couple of years back in 2016, Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine. Oh my wow. goodness! You know, to me that Aaron Gordon dunk, yeah, where he he went under both legs. <laughs> Son, that was the greatest dunk. To me, it's the greatest dunk. He put himself in a chair in the air. Invisible chair. I sent this message out on Twitter from my from the my co-host account. He took a seat mid-air. Think of that. He sat down in the air. air. (laughs) He took a seat in yo, my man sat down in the air. That junk was wild. I, I just, you know what I mean? Go, you want to go back further. Go back to 2000, Vince Carter. Even before, even before we go back Man. that far, 2003, wow. Jason Richardson. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. Where he did the, uh, through the legs backwards. He did it backwards instead of forward through the legs and dunked it behind him. But then you go to go back to 2000, Vince Carter. Oh, oh my. my because God. at that time, we thought, you know, the dunk, dunk contest kind of fell out. I think, I think it was 98 or 99. They actually got rid of the dunk contest because it was so bad for so long. In 2000, Vince Carter changed the game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
this dude, half man, half amazing for sure. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? What would you have a favorite moment from a dunk contest? Was it one of the ones I mentioned or you know anything? Exactly else? that. The Vince Carter one. Like yeah. that's the one I always think about all the time. And mm-hmm. think anytime I see an insane dunk, like in-game dunk. Yeah. See, the, the thing with dunk contest, they're thinking too much. In the game, it's all instinctive. Right, right, right. Like John Morant, the next night, instinctive. He does it like, I don't know, whatever, 180, whatever you want. He does like a spin in the air. Yeah, but it's yeah, instinctive. Yeah. Now, if he was, you know, could he do that, you know, think, trying to be creative? I don't know. but Yeah, I'm sure he could do it in a dunk contest, but will it actually win? Because that's just like a simple dunk now these days, even though it's, it's still amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not a dunk contest material type of dunk. Because like, oh, we've seen that before or whatever. It's just different than when you're in the game. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, but um, I leave you because you, you, you know what I'm saying? You catch it perfectly. Like yeah, you can spin, do the same thing. Yeah, I feel right you. Right, spit. You know what I mean? So yeah, to oh, me, man. like I said, um, obviously I go back to Jordan back in 87, 88, jumping from the free throw line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I think about the the first time through the leg, Isaiah Isaiah Jr. Ryder, the through the, he he's the one that started on the through the leg, he was switching through the leg and throwing it up. He he's the first one to ever do that. That was dope. Like I said, two down. Yo, in two thousand, don't sleep on Trace, Tracy McGrady was dope in that dunk contest too. Don't, people people forget how good. If Tracy his card wasn't that good, then it would be Trace, McGrady. Yeah, McGrady would have won that. Yo, for yeah. real. Uh, Steve Francis in that one. Like I said, old three Jason Rich. But yeah, that two thousand sixteen joint. Like I said, Aaron Gordon. He took a seat in, in the, the air. air. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like I said, I can't say it enough. But uh, yeah, that was dope. Um, I, I look, I know we got to move on, but I will say yeah. about this. Everybody saying how this was the worst dunk contest. Look, it was despicable, but it wasn't the worst when you got these guys weren't even at least hitting the rim, right? In some of the like at least two, it was mm. like two attempts, and then eventually they would try miss yeah, and, yeah. and get right. But you had Birdman about fifteen times actually hit the rim and just couldn't make it in. I remember that in? it was so in that Denver. was the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Anderson because that's what started the limit. That, you went from fifteen or like no limit of attempts to now you know five. I remember it was because that. Of him, so that was the worst because it was, he took a half hour in that one dog. Yo, <laughs> I think Nate, I think Nate Robinson won one of the dunk contests that he won. He was taking mad yeah. long too. You know what I mean? Exactly. But uh, yeah, anyway, we'll keep it going. Um, the yeah. All Star game, the All Star game itself, some night was kind of dope. Team LeBron beat uh, Team Durant. Durant didn't even play, obviously, but Team LeBron. LeBron hit the game winning shot. Being it was in Cleveland to return into his home city. You know what I mean, town? That was which, which was dope. Um, the game itself, I think, what was dope. It was, I think, it was a really good game, straight up. Let, let me ask you this quick this question quickly. Um, are you a fan of the new like scoring format and like the, how they they play basically you win a quarter and it goes to the money goes to charity and then you have the twenty the, the fourth quarter you go plus twenty four in honor of Kobe Bryant and what do you also what's your also your thoughts on the draft? There's no more East versus West like the two captains they draft. Give me your thoughts on the scoring and the format and the draft. It's been around for a few years now, but what's your kind of what's your thoughts on it though? So the scoring, I got no problem with it. Mm. <laughs> this is where it goes wrong bad. For this year, I placed the bet, and when I try to go over, if there was no, if there was no adding the twenty four, I would have got, I would have won my bet. <laughs> you know? But because they limit the twenty four, there's no way of going over. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know? I see what you're saying. A certain amount. So, so <laughs> and, and, okay, betting aspect is not good. Otherwise, in terms of honoring, oh, beautiful. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very pleased with that. Mm. Um, in terms of the draft, oh, I think that's way better than East and West. Really? Right? Because uh, yeah. But, because you get to there's there's no limitation, 
right? And then you get to have these jokes with being hard and being left off at last, you know, I need mm. some size, I'm gonna go with bear. You get to have all these right. little things, these little right, antics, right? right? Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. And look, these guys are best friends. I, I know everybody's like, oh, Harden and, and, and Durant are beefing. No, they probably talked out like, look, they're going to see that beef anyway. Let's just enjoy it. Let's just be, you know, take, you know, take it on. I right. mean, when you're, when you're great friends, you know what I mean? They're like, yo, this is what we, this is what we're, we're in this, you know, big media. This is what's going to happen anyway. They're going to de- decipher this to be something negative, create a negative narrative. Let's just mm-hmm. give them it. You know? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. It's kind of like you know, you back to the playground, back, you know, back in the playground. Yo, I'm gonna pick him. I'm gonna pick him. You know what I mean? Exactly. Who goes last? It's kind of, it's kind of cool, and it's like you get to see guys, teammates going against each other. Look at Giannis and Chris Middleton going against each other. Normally, they would be on the same team automatically because they're both you know from the same team, obviously in the East. You know, did what you mean? hear so what Curry was saying about weights? No, what did he say? <laughs> in the game, because you know he had a mic on. Okay, so he's like. Oh, 40% shooter here. Oh, nothing's going on over here. Like, he's just, you know, playing around. <laughs> Talking, but not the, trash. Right, yeah, right. With the sophisticated, you know, tone. So, you know, it's not... It's, yeah, yeah, you, you, When you heard it, you didn't take it as a bad thing. Like, he was trying to, like, you know, be, you know... Yeah, but it's cool, though. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Curry went off. Oh, 16, oh, 3. Yo, this dude shot a... Shot a, made a shot, shot... Like, took a shot from the logo and turned around and we started going back underneath before the ball even went in. Nah, the better one was when he he was on it was on the side side three on the right side, on and the then corner. he turned around and he asked the fans, he's like, "Did he go Yo, in? Did he go in? Did he go in?" And then he got to look back into the side. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, all right, cool. I'm gonna go now." <laughs> that was Dude, way funnier. Curry, Curry was going off. <laughs> that junk was definitely dope for sure, for sure. Um, another great, I think, a great moment about All Star Week. This was the first, as we know, this was the 75th season of the NBA and just like they did it with the 50th season they had the 50th greatest players they did the 75 greatest players of all time I wanted to get your thoughts on the rankings um do you feel there was anyone that might have been overrated or underrated and you know would you make any kind of changes to me there's a couple things that stood out for me the biggest one for me was Giannis Antetokounmpo get it he's a two-time MVP he just won the his first ever championship, but putting him at 18 all time already, I think that is blasphemous to the other players in history of the game. Um, no, but you know it's Scotty. Mean? You it's know Scottie's what I mean? 50. I, okay. I, I get it. You know, he is a phenomenal athlete. You know, um, he being this is his sixth season. He's got two MVPs and a title already. His game is just developing. You know, um, he can he can play he can play on the inside. Of course, can play. He's, his perimeter shot is 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 finding its its way. Um, he's pretty much a walking double double every single night. You know, you know, averaging almost thirty points a game this year and over eleven rebounds. Um, like I said, he can probably go is one of the best talents ever. You know, as of right now, looking looking like he's going to be. But I can't put him, sorry, I can't put him 18. I can't even put him top 25 all time already. You know what I mean? Ahead of um, the guys like Jerry West, Kevin Garnett, um, David Robinson, Isaiah Thomas all time already? Ahead of Dwayne Wade already? Come on, you know what I mean? Ahead of Allen Iverson already? Come on, dude. I'm not saying he cannot be. I'm just saying at this stage in his point, within six seasons, you telling me he's already on the top 20 list to me? No, no, I, I disagree with it. You can make an argument. Hey, maybe you can be on the list, but not at 18. Um, that, and to me, the other one was Kevin Gar. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Durant being at number 12. I don't think he's there yet. Um, 
right behind him was Akeem Olajuwon at 13 and Julius Erving at 14. You tell me he's better than Akeem and, and Dr. J already. I get it. He won a couple titles in Golden State on a super team. Let's just be honest. Um, I, I mean, he's Durant and will go down on one of the best scorers we, we've ever seen. You know, I, I just I just think it's a little too high just yet. I think people need to kind of play out their careers a little bit more. Um, other than that, I don't really have too many obligations. I can go back through it, but I mean, let me let me go to you. Well, let me go to you, new. Uh, let me go to you, new, and give me your thoughts on the list. And you know, would you make any sort of changes? Yeah, <laughs> who's picking them? The people voting—they <laughs> never played a lick of basketball. What are we talking about? You know what I mean? It's like, come on, like we, like I play basketball in the parks. Like at least you know, these guys haven't even played basketball in the parks. Maybe they have, but you know, come on, like you know, these guys haven't played any type of college ball. Like these are just you know reporters. Writers, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and yes, I got a problem with honestly. The, the, one of them is yours was Giannis. Mine's was is Anthony Davis. Mm, good I don't one. think he really needs to be on the list. Like, yeah. how you, not, you know, came over with Dwight Howard, Vince Carter. Like, come on, are you serious? Yeah, dude. Yeah, you're like, right. Yeah, Anthony Davis. What, what? Where did he come in and again at? Um, I think he was what 71 on the list. I don't think he's a bit be on the list. Forget what number. I don't care if he's three seventy five, seventy eight. Right. How is he? Uh, how is he there? And Clay Thompson isn't. Is you tell me that. Clay got three rings, and two of the three rings is because of Clay. Because of Clay, two game six. But I, I remember you can't just give somebody. No, I'm just saying because just saying. because of rings. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? mean recency bias took left Clay out. Right, right. I mean, just like just like recency bias said, he created the narrative of this being the best, uh, worst dunk contest ever. Mm-hmm. You know, people forgot mm-hmm. about Birdman, Birdman dunk contest. Yeah. You know? Russell Westbrook at 68. No, I man. don't know, man. He never won a ring. Dennis, Dennis Rodman at 67. I feel like he should be higher, dude. I don't think he should be Way that higher. low. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. This list has, I think this, to me, this list has all kind of problems for sure. Um, I don't know, man. It's just, I can say, yeah, James Worthy only at 56. Come on. He's wow. one of the greatest players of all time. Greatest Lakers of all time, dude. Wow. Come on. First of all, I think the, the, the top 50 should have been like, that should have been separate. And then you do uh, a top 25 or top 50, like separate since, since the, you know what I mean? Like, mm. you don't, I don't think you combine them. That's another thing. The people who are choosing it and then the, 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 the vote, the, the, well, it's just all 50. time. Well, you got to say this all time, dude. Like I said, that's the point of it, dude. Yeah, but people I mean, right now are more skilled. Way yeah. better than a lot of times that people. In the I back. get it, but you still have you know to what do I mean? it, dude. And the other thing, James Harden at number fifty. Oh come on! I don't know. Granted, James he can score. He's a he's an offensive 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 machine, but he's a liability on defense. Let's just be honest. Exactly. Come on, dude. He better ahead of Clyde Drexler, ahead of James Worthy, as I mentioned, dude. Nah, man. Like I said, to me, other than that, obviously, number they got they got number one right. I ain't going to argue about that. James yeah. Harden? James Harden or Dwight Howard or James Harden or uh, Vince Carter? It depends, dude. Um, Dwight Howard in his prime? Oh, my God. He was a problem. Um, I think Carden is better than Vince Carter because he can act because Carden can shoot, especially in many different ways. I don't think Vince Carter was that great of, great of, a, great of a shooter. Um, but it's hard to say Harden or Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard in his prime was unstoppable. Four-time defensive player of the year. I think he won MVP, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I mean? Um, Harden yeah. has an MVP, but it just depends on you know, what, you, what you're trying to do. I mean, overall, as a career, you know, Dwight Howard does have a ring with the Lakers. You know, he didn't really play that. He wasn't a starter, but still, um, I don't know. Ugh. 
all right, what I will say about all these like, like titles, t- like you know, with the seventy-five greatest all time MVP, mm-hmm. uh, whatnot, start creating cr- criterias because everything will be, be, be clear. You take opinion and biases out, yeah, or recency biases. Once you have create criteria, mm-hmm. now you, you have a foundation. Mm-hmm. Do, you think, do, you think, do you think Steph Curry should have been high, as high as 16 or do you think he should have been lower? I mean, granted, I'll make you probably, yeah, you're probably down as greatest shooter of all time. That's fantastic. But I just, I just think it's kind of early to put a lot of these younger guys so high on the list. Like I said, no, me, because look at what he did for the game. Yeah, you're okay. what, you know what I mean? The impact yeah, yeah, of the yeah. game, impact on people, not only the game, but mm-hmm. actual people outside the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he's going to be influencing what's going to be happening in the future NBA. Right, right, right. I mean, like I said, they got number one right. That's all that mattered to me. Michael <laughs> Jordan, number one, baby, all day, every day. You ain't, you ain't going to change my mind. It don't matter if it's a year from now, 100 years from now. Michael Jordan, all day, every hey, single every day. day. <laughs> I don't mind you putting LeBron at two, uh, Kareem at three. That's fine. Like I said, and you know what I mean? I was, that's fine. Magic, four. Wilt, five. Bill Russell, six. Bird, seven. Duncan, eight. Big O at nine and Kobe at 10. A lot of people are arguing Kobe was too low. He should be in the top five. Yeah. Even Shaq at 11 should be. The people said she'd be in the top 10. I don't know. So Kobe, maybe should be higher than Oscar Robinson. I Um, think he should be number two. I I think he should be in front of LeBron. Wherever LeBron is, I think think Kobe Bryant is better better than than LeBron LeBron James. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I'm not mad at you for making the statement. I'm not sure if you're correct. But I'm not mad. I don't. I don't. It's all opinion based. Yeah, I don't. Ha- I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Okay. So you, you know, me. So okay. Let me ask you quickly. You're, give me your top three. Maybe if you want to go top five, that's fine. But give me your top three quickly before we move on. So we got to get going. So Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. Okay. Actually, sorry, sorry. I'm gonna tell for me, for me. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, I'm, we're not gonna get into it. But my, actually, I'll say Jordan, Kobe, Steph. For me, Steph number three all time. For me, for me, not for not not for not for anybody else. For me, wow. Yeah. I mean, I like I said, I I can't you can't surpass Kareem and Magic and these guys. Wilt Chamberlain, you know what I mean? Even though we didn't see Wilt play, or Kareem play as much, you know, Kareem Kareem play, you know, later in his career, things like that. But yeah, I honestly, I gotta I, go off of who I saw. Right, right. I gotta right. go off of who I saw. Right, right. No, I get that, but I think you also have to respect the game as well too. Um, I don't mind the top five. I can see even the top six, maybe you put Kobe at number seven ahead of Larry Bird and Tim Duncan, you know, but Tim Duncan, yeah, Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan is the best power forward of all time. Hands down, best power forward of all time. So he should definitely be top 10 for sure. Um, But yeah, I think you can put, take out Oscar Robinson, you know what I mean, uh, there for sure. But anyway, let's keep it going. Um, A new, and we've been talking about LeBron and the the magic and a lot of the, a lot about Laker nation. quickly the Lakers have been struggling this year and no me and Obed and I were kind of talking about this a couple of weeks back what do you really what do you think is the problem in LA because going into this year you know being that they got Russell Westbrook people thought oh my goodness LeBron Russ AD they even had a Rajon Rondo at a point you know what I mean this team was loaded you got this big three and, and AD and Russ and LeBron like they're gonna tear the roof off that's that hasn't been the case dude that really hasn't right now. The Lakers are sitting in ninth in the Western conference, you know, 21 games back first of the, of the Phoenix suns, you know, um, to not, they're not even in the play, you know, what's your take on the Lakers situation? You know, what's the, really the problem? Do you think 
someone should be traded. You know what I mean? Whether it be Russell Westbrook, whether whether it be Anthony Davis, because we know they ain't getting rid of LeBron. That's for damn sure, <laughs> right? Absolutely. No. So there, two, two two things. One, this is what I said when I start to hear the rumors about Russell Westbrook to LA. I said, okay, if he comes to LA, right, with Davis and LeBron, I said, whoever I was talking to, I was like, if he doesn't shoot and all he does is score in the paint mm-hmm. and does everything else that he does, they're good. Mm-hmm. And guess what? He shoots. He's shooting. And guess what? They're not good. So that's the problem <laughs> right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last few games, he stopped kind of shooting outside. It was more around the basket. He's doing better. Mm-hmm. Now, look, uh, looks like he'll be the second half is like his the second half of the season is his thing. And then the other thing is that I think, look, Coach, coach Vogel is, is, a good, is a good coach. But I just don't know if he knows how to manage or understand how to play these players. I don't know why. I don't know what happened this year. He's been he's been a good coach up to, up, up till now because first it is the players since it's the players league, mm-hmm. right? And LeBron, you know, has, has is, is almost like a pa- coach mm-hmm. and a player, right? right? But I think it go. It, 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 you, I just want to give two sides on the player side and then the coaching side, you know. So because I I, I see both at fault. Right, right. I feel you. I mean, yeah. Dude. And in terms of trade. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was just gonna say, the only tradable asset is Davis, and and he's fragile. What are you gonna do? It is what it is. Look, Joe Ingles, Ingles got hurt, traded, gone. I'm sorry, yeah. Davis. Yeah. You gotta do. We got. You gotta do the same thing to Davis. Yeah, because he's so, so fragile. The funny thing is, though, for Russ. Let me talk on Russ for the funny thing is with Russ with him shooting, his shooting percentage this season is forty three point seven. Do you know what he averages for his career? In his in, in 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 his career all time and what his average is being that you know forty three point seven, so he's on par with his career average right now, but however, he's averaging the lowest po- his third lowest points per game of his career. He hasn't he's only averaging eighteen point three points a game, which is his lowest since his second year in the NBA when he averaged sixteen point one. He has not averaged under twenty points a game since his second year in, in the league in, with Oklahoma City. His first two years it was fifteen point three and sixteen point one. Every year since, he's averaged at least twenty one per game. At least he's averaging he's averaging point one. So he's percentage wise, he's shooting, he's right on par. How is he? How is he 43.7 when he's two, one for 10, one, one for 12, two for two for nine, two for 18? <laughs> you know what, you know what I mean? It's just you know, his overall, but again, he's just not getting he's not he's not getting to the paint and as, as much. He's not his his free throw percentage. That's where the biggest thing is 66.8 from the from the stripe, dude. So look, you you could you could you could be look, so you could be 43%. The way he is, like you know, with the year he's having, or he'd be forty three percent efficient. Mm-hmm. His problem, he's not efficient, right? And that's what it is, dude. You know, he's just not, and and he continues to shoot. I don't know what his issue is, you know, especially from the free throw line, which is his, which is which is you know, which is a definitely a, a low, one of the lower end for him. Whereas back in like in two thousand fifteen and sixteen, he was averaging over eighty percent for like four years and five years in a row, whatever it was, um, you know. But yeah, as far as shooting a trade. Who's going to take on that contract? That's the thing. Maybe it is the trade. Maybe the only tradable piece, like you said, is Anthony Davis. I don't know, dude, but do you really get rid of Anthony Davis? I get it. He's injured. Because he can't stay healthy. If he could, yeah, is one thing. Right. He can't stay. Look, he, he'll come back. Mm-hmm. He'll play two games. He'll play maybe one series, and he's gone for another two like, series. Like, <laughs> two series. Like, 
He comes right, plays two right, games, right. he's hurt for like ten. You know yeah. what I mean? All right. I mean, get it. We have a lot of you know a lot of a lot of basketball left to play. We'll see what happens there. But it's just interesting that you know this might not work out. They might have to make some moves in the offseason. Um Talk about Brooklyn really quickly. You know, they're kind of they were kind of favored to be one of the the big oh, well, the favorite in the Eastern Conference, as we know. They still are. You know, as we know, we, oh, we talked. Obed and I talked about this last week. Obviously, the big trade. You know, with Ben Simmons and James Harden swapping uh, squads in Philly and in Brooklyn. Well, let me get your thought on this because they just recently picked up uh, Goran Dragic for the rest of the year. Do you think that Brooklyn is still a favorite in the Eastern Conference? Well, you know, Vegas and, and everybody else says it is, but currently where they are, it's hard to d- dig themselves out. I mean, I think th- right now they're in the same position as Lakers, as if like, hey, let's just get to the playoffs and mm-hmm. then we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Once we're in the playoffs, like we're good. We finally got no play, play in and then mm-hmm. we just, you know, work our way way through. But see, the Lakers are have the type of team to do that in terms of playing playoff basketball. Now, do, do Brooklyn, does Brooklyn have that? You know, where it slows down and they can make that switch like the, the Lakers can. Yeah. If you were to choose in terms of that same exact situation, Lakers have a better chance of having a puncher's chance than, so than Brooklyn. They have a lot of injuries to, as we know, Durant is yeah. out for a bit. Uh, I think with an MCL sprain, um, Kyrie is still being Kyrie. You know, he's because he can't even play in Brooklyn because he's not vaccinated with that mandate, which which they're hoping that they could that could change soon in New York. Um, and Ben Simmons, he hasn't played at all this season. We don't know if he went and he's going to be ready to go. Um, I don't know, man. Like right now, Brooklyn's sitting at the eight seed, you know. Um, granted, it's been because they haven't had their full strength. They haven't been – Kyrie's played – not even played half the year. They played 16 games. I think it was 16 games when Durant, Harden, and Kyrie played together. And they were 13-3. Yeah, and three that's, sad. Games, that's sad. Only 16 games, which is, which is insane. But look at Miami and Chicago. Tied for top, tied for the tops in the Eastern Conference right now, thirty-eight and twenty-one apiece. So they, Brooklyn's got a long way to go. I mean, they're only seven Brooklyn games. My sleeper. Back. They're only seven games back, which is interesting. Which is funny because that's how much better the Western Conference is. The Brooklyn is, is seven games back at, and the eighth seed, and the ninth seed is the Hornets, nine and a half games back at the number one seed. The Lakers are at the ninth seed. They're twenty-one games back of Phoenix. Twenty-one. Okay, so they have a long way to go. But Brooklyn, you know. Um, like I said, it's we don't know what it's going to be with Kyrie because we don't know right now. He still cannot play in home games in Brooklyn. And I made this point. Let's just say hypothetically speaking, with if the Brooklyn Nets were to play the New York Knicks in the playoffs, now the Knicks are probably not going to make it. But let's just say hypothetically speaking, <laughs> definitely not. Kyrie wouldn't be able to play the entire series exactly because they'll be in New York because every game is yep. in New York, Brooklyn and, 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 the, and, and the Garden in the city. He wouldn't be able to play at all. So that's no, that's, that's a hindrance, you know. But even if they play, you know, let's say they're the AFC, they play Miami. He can only play in in the Miami games. So whatever happens, what happens when you know you go, you got four games in mind and you know three in Brooklyn, he can't play at home at all. That that that's that's a problem, yo. That's a problem. That's why I said, you know, even though talent wise, Brooklyn is one of the best around. Oh, absolutely. But I can't see them as the favorite right now because. You don't even have your your star player available to play in your home games. That I'm probably this problem. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think they're the favorite, but guess what? I still think they can win the win the chip, even without Kyrie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If if they're able to mesh with the new pieces that have come come about, because you got Patty Mills and Seth Curry, that, that, you can have your own little Splash Brothers there, if you know how to use that and play them, and then they get that chemistry going right away. Luckily, 
If that that to happen, and even if Kyrie's in there because he's Mister also like second to Anthony Davis, he's also Mister Glass two point Right. No, I, I get what you're saying, dude. You know, Kyrie's had some injuries himself too. You know, but like, it's it's just like I said, Kyrie's gonna be Kyrie. We don't. We'll you know we'll see what happens there. Whatever the hell it is. But, um, you know, I'm just, like I said, I, it's hard for me to say that they're their favorite just because, like I said, on paper, you know, they are. Um, moving on, we talked about Phoenix briefly. Chris Paul is going to be out six to eight weeks with that thumb injury. I'm wondering how far can they really go without him? Because I'm not sure if he's out, you know, beyond this six to eight weeks and possibly injures, injures his, his thumb again in the playoffs. Oh, they're done. And they can't, they can't win without Chris Paul. You know, he's definitely that leader, that veteran leader on that squad for sure. Phoenix is having a hell of a year. They're coming off that, you know, that that finals loss to Milwaukee last season. But, you know, I mean, they're playing phenomenal basketball. This Chris, Chris Paul, the point guard, you know, is playing, you know, phenomenal at 36 years of age or whatever it is, you know. Um, do you think they really can be successful without CP3? Up to the second round, yes. Because he's yeah. out six to eight weeks. There's about six, six and a half weeks left. So Chris Paul hasn't been out yet. There's been other players out, and they've been able to hold it together. No problem. Mm-hmm. As if, like, those guys aren't out. They've been able to make up for it. Right, now, right, right. He, now he's finally out. I think they'll be okay. okay. They'll still be able to hold maybe – the lowest, I think, they'll drop a second. Mm. Right? Um, unless Memphis just goes crazy and then, uh, you know. Right, right, right So, right. but I think – and even the first round, because they're going to get the eighth or the seventh seed, they'll be fine. Right? Because right. campaign is going to now um, get, get the starting position until he comes back. He's going to get that that, 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 that rhythm. Mm-hmm. And then when Chris Paul comes back, when he when he goes to the bench, he's in a rhythm from being you know playing the last six weeks a, lo- a lot of minutes. So mm-hmm. now when he comes back in to help out, he'll be great, you know. Gotcha. So that, I think you could even keep him out the first round and then get him back in. The he second should be round. he should be okay in the second. Okay, I feel yeah. you. Um, last up, want to quickly talk about um, kind of a word topic. Um, JJ Redick was on uh, first ESPN first take the other day talking about um, his former teammate in Zion Williamson. Um, There's been kind of talk about how he's been, because Zion's been basically absent from the court this season because of a foot injury hasn't really been around. Um, And there, as we know, CJ McCollum just got traded to New Orleans from, from Portland. And he said he hasn't even spoken to Zion as of yet, you know, you know, you know, which is kind of, which is kind of wild. You know, he said he said, "Quote: I haven't had a conversation with him directly. I've spoken with some people close to him, and look forward to sitting down with him sooner, um, sooner than later. I know about as much as you do right now, but I'm gonna get to the bottom of it." End quote. Which is kind of, like you said, sad, disappointing. disappointing. Yeah, you have your star player, and you know that is not even reaching out to a potential another all star player coming into your new squad. Like, yo, as as a teammate, as like, yo. Welcome to the team. Welcome to the city, man. Glad to have you here. Whatever the case AKA is, a franchise player. You're a friend, exactly, dude. You know what I mean? Which is I, up for grabs right now because he wasn't right. involved in the latest season holding tickets for next year. But to me, and this is something that like JJ Reddick, JJ Reddick touched on this because remember he was in New Orleans with Zion, so he kind of he can probably speak firsthand to this. Yeah. He said he addressed it to Zion in front of the team, and he said, "quote This is a pattern of behavior with Zion that we are seeing again and again." I was his teammate. I can describe him as a detached teammate. That is an accurate statement. End quote. That's not a good look, dude. When you are it the isn't. franchise, when they dra- they draft you number one overall to be that franchise player, there comes some responsibility with that. You are that leader of that squad, that young squad of it, albeit, 
you got to step up. You know what I mean? Um, just as any other leader, leader would being that franchise player, because they're going to be like, all right, if you're not getting along with your teammates, then, you know, this may not work out. I'm thinking, does he kind of stick around in new Orleans for much longer? Cause I don't think he does. I think, and I think really this has to do with them not winning basketball games at the end. That's the end. That's the end. At the end of the day, it's because they're not winning basketball games. New Orleans has never, has not been good. They have not been good for a long time. They haven't been good decent since Anthony Davis was there back in the day. You know, even that, that duo of Dan, Anthony Davis and Marcus Cousins, I thought that was going to be amazing. Obviously it didn't work out. Uh, Boogie Cousins got hurt a lot, but whatever. New Orleans isn't going anywhere. I think we all know that. Agreed. Um, they they're not attracting um, free much free agent talent because who really who wants to go play in in New Orleans? You know what I mean? When you can exactly. go when you can go to Brooklyn, you can go to Philly or you know Miami, Chicago, whatever these other squads. You know Golden State. You know you know what I mean? So that's why I say they're not really going to gain much talent. So quickly, your thought. I mean, what's your, th- your take on the situation with Zion? And do you think he kind of stays there long term? Does he stay there long term? No. From what I understand, he's a very humble person. So just the fact he made it and then even his rookie contract, like he, he was so humble off of that money, you know, mm-hmm. versus obviously, you know, not having anything near that growing up and, you know, up, up to the point of getting into the NBA. So right, right, I think right. leaving that extra super max money that he could get in the only with the staying with the Pelicans, I think he's gone. He'll be one of those, he'll be, he'll be the first person to, to, to deny that because he could make up that money technically, not really mm-hmm. in a sense, but he'll make, he'll still make a lot of money if he goes to a, a different market. You know what right. I mean? And mm-hmm. a more winning market, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I'll say three words, sign and trade, because just like KD for Wiggins, I think that's what's going to happen because this way they could get something back. They'll sign them, that, they'll give them that max maybe, but they're going to have to do some type of crazy trade. Yeah, I mean, forget KD, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean... No, 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 not KD, but you know what I mean. It's like they, they, so it they'll like sign, but then they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna trade because mm. to, to, he doesn't want to probably be there. Right. Yeah. I, I think Zion is probably out. You know what I mean? I mean, like I said, it's just How like, would you want to stay? yeah, I mean, they're not, like I said, they're not going anywhere whatsoever. Exactly. They, I mean, only they had any plans to really, they think it's like, they're really going to, no one expected them to succeed at all. You, you know and, what I'm and, saying? And, and, and Pelican's owner has been criticized. Who's the same uh, to, you know, who's the Saints owner that, you know, the, the, the Saints owner is fully in, in the Saints, but he's not invested as much in, in, the, in Pelicans. the Pelicans. No, I, I hear that. I hear that. But, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate that they kind of he's been described as his kind of a detached teammate per J.J. Redick. But um, I think as a franchise player, you have to be able to – I think it also speaks to a level of maturity that he may not have. This guy, exactly. dude, he's 21 years old. Yeah. He has he's, no guidance. He's 21 years old. I think that's where a lot of people are. Well, that's what a lot of people are forgetting. Now, granted, I think he should probably, he's going to figure it out at some point, but I, I will, I will give him a pass because he's only 21, dude. Exactly. He's, he's not some eight year veteran who has 30 years, 30 years of age. You know, he played one year at Duke, at Duke came and came into the NBA. This is only his third year. He's, you know, he's mad young, dude. I mean, that does go into that does play into it. I'm sorry, we, not everyone, everyone, most people don't mature until that, that, that enough at that age, especially being thrown into the limelight like that as as a as a, as a um, you know public figure and stuff. It's it, it takes a lot. It's a lot, you know. what I mean, so I kind of give him a pass, but you know, nonetheless, here we are. Um, Anu, well, I think that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. I appreciate you joining us here, filling in for a bed while he's out. You know, um, folks, we appreciate you listening once again. Anu, um, any last words for the people before we head out of here? 
Hey guys, you know, just um, enjoy enjoy the playoffs coming up in the six to eight weeks, and uh, yeah, we'll see you on the other side. Yeah, man. You know, um, I gotta say. One thing I'm excited about is the new Batman movie that comes out, I think, next week, Ooh, Friday. Yo, yes, going to be fire, people. Check that out. Yeah. Yo, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Matter of fact, I think I was with you when we saw the we saw the Dark Knight, right? And and the, yeah. and the third one. I think we saw the, all right, I think uh, so. the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I think that was the, yeah. I think it was the Dark Knight Rises. That's what we saw together. Yeah, the Dark Knight Rises. Yep, I remember that. That was funny. Well, that, well now we'll discuss it on air. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's a little throwback right there. But yeah, that's going to be exactly. Um, folks, appreciate you joining and listening once again. Don't forget to check out us. Uh, check us out on Twitter at DWWENT. Uh, for my guest co-host, new, I'm your uh, co- I'm your host, Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.